I'm Toby Leary from Cape Gunworks. I'm passionate about all things Second Amendment. While I love to shoot... Going hot. There is so much more to guns than just pulling the trigger. A free and armed society is a responsible and self-reliant one. Join us to talk about all things guns, freedom, and self-defense. It isn't just about being armed. It's about being responsible armed. So load and make ready. This is Rapid Fire. All right, welcome everybody. This is Toby Leary, your host of Rapid Fire on WXDK 95.1. Thanks for tuning in. This is our second show and hopefully it'll be better than the first. I already know it will be because we have a very special guest in store for you today and uh, I'm sure that she will not disappoint. But <laughs> So anyway, we'll be reading some of your comments live. We are broadcasting live for our taped recording of this show. So we will, if you want to be a part of the conversation, make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube and Facebook, capegunworks.com uh, or at Cape Gunworks, so that you can get alerted to when we're going to be recording these shows and then you can be a part of the conversation. So we're looking forward to this every, every week uh, from here on out. It'll be our regularly scheduled time slot on Saturday, broadcasting from 7 to 8. And so that's uh, going to be exciting. We'll talk all things guns, freedom, and the Second Amendment, and self-defense, and we'll have some very special guests along the way. It's going to be a one-hour show, which is going to go quick, so uh, that's why we call it Rapid Fire. We get a lot to get to, and we have a very special guest in store for you today, and uh, I'm sure that she will not disappoint, but... <laughs> So anyway, we'll be reading some of your comments live. We are broadcasting live for our taped recording of this show. So we will, if you want to be a part of the conversation, make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube and Facebook, capegunworks.com uh, or at Cape Gunworks, so that you can get alerted to when we're going to be recording these shows and then you can be a part of the conversation. So uh, what's the deal with the 365s? We have a question. SIG just won't give us a delivery time. I know they're pumping them out. It's the most highly in-demand gun in the country. So especially for Massachusetts, they do small runs of them. But outside of Massachusetts, it's the most sought-after gun in the, in the entire country. So what's happening is um, they're pumping them out, they're going throughout the country, and then every once in a while they'll do the compliant versions for you know, restrictive states like ours. So the ones that finally get to Massachusetts are, you know, it's few and far between. But even the ones in the free state, free states aren't, they're not, you know, there's no truckload quantities of them anywhere. They're onesie twosies for each gun store out there. So. Uh, what do I think about the SIG 320 misfires that have been happening? I just heard about that. Um, I thought they took care of this problem with the new trigger fix. So I have to read into that a little bit more and find out if that's um, just some older guns that didn't have the trigger upgrade or if it's the new ones with the new trigger 
that's uh, you know causing the uh, those misfires or those uh, accidental discharge or uh, negligent discharge I should say so someone saying uh, they love their LC9 although it does stovepipe for from time to time which is annoying um, that's interesting I haven't heard that much about LC9 stovepiping so uh, you might want to bring that by and we'll take a peek at it for you so that's interesting though um, cool so I have a very important guest to get to here hopefully you guys will appreciate this but we have a young up-and-coming hunter who is 11 and she is uh, a great representative for the hunting community out there she is uh, my daughter Esther and uh, she just was coming to work for me today so I said I'm gonna stick you in front of the the other golden microphone and we'll see uh, see how you roll if you like to be on on camera or on uh, on the radio and so anyway but we actually were out hunting this morning weren't we Esther say hi to everybody hi <laughs> so Esther how old are you 11 11 and you've been hunting for how long now I don't know. You don't know? Um, like two or three years. Right? Two or three years. So you've been at this for a while now, almost a quarter of your life, huh? And uh, so you like getting up early and going out hunting and whatnot? Yeah, yeah, it's fun. What's your favorite type of hunting? Um, either pheasant or deer. Pheasant or deer? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So um, have you had any successful deer hunts yet? Yes. Um... Two years ago, I um, I shot a button buck. Really? You yes. shot a button buck? I happened to be there with you, so it was a proud dad moment. That was pretty cool, huh? Yeah. And then, how about you had any success pheasant hunting? Yes. Um, a few weeks ago, um, we went hunting with my friend and... Um, um, and we saw a pheasant in a tree, and I had a pretty good shot at it. So. Nice. Yeah, one had roosted up in the tree, so we could either throw a rock at it, get it to fly out, and one of us could shoot it, or you could take a nice easy shot at yeah. it, right? Yeah, it was a pretty easy shot, right? Yeah, for my first time. Yeah, and uh, but you're feeding the family, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and so what's going on? what's going on in your life now? Are you, you got anything planned? Um, um, me and you really? are, yes, are going to North Dakota. North Dakota? I mean, no, sorry, North Carolina. North Carolina, all right. And, and, uh, so we're going, what are we doing in North Carolina? We're going on a hunting trip and we're going to deer hunt from tomorrow, Sunday to Friday. That's true story right there, and I'm pretty excited about it. We're gonna we're gonna get off the grid for a little while, and and uh, hopefully fill the freezer, right? Yep. All right. So. Well, not yes. Hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. So you're hoping to get your second deer, and yes. maybe more. And I'm hoping to get a big one to put over my bed. A big one to put over the yes. bed. 
You wouldn't be scared if there was a big deer with no. horns hanging over no. the head? No, that would be cool. That'd be cool? All right. <laughs> what about your friends? What do they think about that? Do they like that you hunt? Or? Um, one friend I hunt with, but the others, um, a few of them, no. Um, <laughs> but um, a couple of them, they're okay with it. Well, uh, yeah, someone's commenting that they heard you couldn't get a pocket knife, so they're surprised you hunt, but did, you asked me for a pocket knife the other day, and I said no, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, that's, uh, and someone's asking, what do we hunt pheasant with? Um, I, I shot the pheasant with a 22, uh, what, what's it called? 20 gauge, oh, 20 yeah. gauge, yeah, 20 gauge, 20 gauge shotgun, so. All right, cool, well, thank you, Esther, for that. We're gonna have to let everybody know how successful our hunt is when we get back and tell them if uh, we've, we have, in fact, filled the freezer, so. Um, but thanks for joining us, and I'm really excited to go on this trip with you, and I'm excited that you're excited and mm -hmm. she found out from a friend and yeah the we were friend, on the phone with his, yeah. her dad and he accidentally spilled the beans he but. accidentally spilled the beans but uh someone else is asking uh what you hunt with uh for deer and so for deer hunting she will be shooting a 243 winchester a remington model 770. it was it's my a, brother's it was your brother's and he got his first deer at 13 and his Do second I'm deer at 13. Nine. All right, well, so you're a little ahead of the game, and you're a little bit more passionate about hunting than your brother, so. Yes, I'm the one that you are proud of. <laughs> I'm the one you <laughs> I'll actually go to hunting camp and... <laughs> yes, she's dying to go to hunting camp, the uh, junior conservation camp, and uh, we'll get you signed up as soon as we can. All right, thanks so much, and... Uh, we're going to go to a break, so I appreciate everyone listening in to, uh, to Esther's little testimonial there, and we'll let you know how it goes. You're welcome. All right, thanks so much. We'll be right back. This is Rapid Fire. I'm Toby Leary. Did you know anyone can get a gun license? Guys and girls, and it only takes one class. You take your mass firearm safety course at Cape Gunworks. They even have live fire where you can actually shoot a gun. Then you use the certificate you get after the class to apply for your license. Cape Gunworks is a gun range with archery stuff and a wicked cool staff. So go to capegunworks.com and sign up for a license to carry class today. Alexander Hamilton said, those who stand for nothing will fall for anything. This is Toby from Cape Gunworks. When our founding fathers drafted the Second Amendment, there was no question of its meaning. Today, if you have questions, come to Cape Gunworks for some advice, training, or to send a few rounds downrange. We have a fully stocked pro shop with a huge selection of guns, crossbows, archery, classes, rentals, a 15-lane range, and a friendly staff. Come on down to Cape Gunworks Airport Road, Hyannis, or capegunworks.com. All right, welcome back to Rapid Fire. I'm your host, Toby Leary, 95.1 WXTK. And if you want to be a part of the conversation, join us on Facebook, 
or YouTube and make sure you follow us anyway so you can be alerted to when we are broadcasting so you can be a part and get your questions answered. So before the break, I was talking about uh, what, what shotgun I would recommend for deer hunting and I said I used to hunt with a Remington 870 and surprisingly, I had good success with it, but not as good a success as I would have liked. And you know, there's a couple times I shot multiple shots at a deer and missed and you know, kind of came away scratching my head and I said, there must be a better way. So then I ended up, I'm looking around to see if it's in here, but it's not. I ended up getting a Thompson Contender Pro Hunter, uh, the Thompson Center Pro Hunter uh, it's a single shot rifled barrel with, uh, you can get them in 12 or 20 gauge. And I think the 20 gauges are really hard to find right now, but the um, 12 gauge rifled barrel might be a little bit easier. But anyway, um, I love this gun because it forced me to slow down. I had one shot to get it done, and uh, but I used rifled slugs and it was incredibly accurate so I could take a shot at 200 yards with this gun and hit a pie plate or hit a paper plate with it so um, if I'm shooting an 8 inch group at 200 yards with a sh shotgun that's amazing and these are hard hitting uh, really really good um, I got the uh, Leupold um, muzzle loading and shotgun scope and it actually has the bullet drop it has three different uh, spots for the bullet drop so you could uh, easily get get those uh, shots on target at you know 100, 150, and 200 yards. So it was a it was a great um, it was a really great change for me to go from the Remington 870 to the single shot Thompson Center Pro Hunter. Plus, I can put my muzzleloader barrel on it for uh, the muzzleloader season. So it's basically the same uh, action, you know, when I just swap out the barrels. If I'm going to, if I'm going to New Hampshire, or Vermont, or North Carolina, or something like that, I can put a 308 barrel on, and now I use the same gun for all three. So it's it's pretty cool. Uh, Chris is commenting that he has never seen a shop with so many optic options in stock. Thank you, Chris. That's a compliment. I we do try hard to keep a, a variety of options. Um, we really, you know, want to. Be able to set guns up with scopes right away for people and not have to special order them so yeah that's uh and i will say when i switched to that uh thompson center pro hunter the first five deer i shot at i killed then i had a miss but um so it was pretty pretty cool like the success rate i had was very 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 good with it and uh but i'm also using the muzzle loader the muzzle loader's one of my favorite ways to, ways to hunt so um, yeah so check those out the Thompson Center Pro Hunters you can get smooth bores for it for like turkey hunting you can get 308 270 30 odd six all the you know seven millimeter odd eight all those calibers so that'll um, <clears throat> that should work out good for you if you if you end up getting one of those but if you want an auto loader um, I would get something like a, uh, a Benelli or a Beretta uh, we just got a bunch of Benelli uh, shotguns. I think the Ethos or the Super Black Eagles. So um, we're, you know, going to have those on the shelf. If they're not already, they will be by Monday. Uh, so a lot of uh, Super Black Eagles coming on board. So those are my favorite uh, semi-auto 
12 gauge shotgun. And I have them in 12 and 20 gauge. So those are a great versatile all around shotgun for deer, duck, goose, you know, whatever, whatever you want to hunt. So it is hunting season. Hunting's on my brain right now, but there's also a lot of other stuff going on. We have, uh, you know, a lot of civil unrest these days. We have a lot of people getting guns for the first time, a lot of new gun owners. Uh, I was just reading an article that says U.S. guns surge to uh, all-time highs. Uh, we've eclipsed 2016. We've eclipsed every other, you know, rush on guns as far as, uh, you know, new gun buyers are concerned. So it says uh, 17.2 million background checks were completed this year so far versus 15.7 in 2016, which was the prior uh, previous high water mark. I don't know if you remember prior to the 2016 election, uh, there was a huge run on guns right up to the election. And then it fell off like a, you know, heard a buffalo going off a cliff. It, it came to a standstill. Uh, but it's a 60% jump. So, you know, we have a lot of uh, new gun owners. Uh, there was 1.7 million background checks in October alone. And October was our highest um, sales month ever in the history of Cape Gunworks in six years. So, which is very rare. Normally November, December, you know, right around holidays is, is our biggest month. Uh, but October is not even usually leading up to it yet. Um, August and September are also usually just steady. They're not record-breaking months. They're just steady. And uh, those were record-setting months this year. So um, everybody, everybody's, yeah, someone's saying he's waiting for that fall-off to buy the ammo again. And we all wish ammo would just come back. I mean, come on back, please, please. We, we're begging of you. <laughs> And sometimes I am on my knees when I'm calling my distributors and my suppliers like, look, I'm out of ammo. Please, we need 9 mil. Like, I haven't had 9 millimeter in a couple weeks here in the store. So it's painful, but that's the way it goes. So um, they're going to catch up eventually. Uh, so there it is. Someone is saying, I'm a newbie and the family has had many guns, so he never cared, but decided this year was the year. So... Um, yeah, a lot of people are in that camp. And some people started out by coming in the shop and saying, I'm here to buy a gun. What do I have to do? Okay, do you have a license, um, a driver's license? No, do you have a license to carry or a FID card? Uh, what's that? And so, okay, <laughs> we're back to step one. And uh, during the break, we played one of my least favorite ads where it says, anybody can get a gun license. Well, that's not entirely true. Um, but it's just, you know, the way it came off. Uh, obviously, if you have felonies or DUIs or something like that, you're not going to be getting a gun license. But um, those of us who don't have those things, you, you certainly can enjoy your Second Amendment freedoms here in Massachusetts and get your gun. It is a lengthy process, though. So I would start now. Take that class now and get that out of the way and get your application submitted. I came in this morning to the shop in another full classroom, so lots of people are buying guns here in November. So it's, uh, you know, the and lots of people are still taking the class to, to be able to buy guns. So, yeah. Um, another question is, do we reload? Do I reload my own ammo? And I do not. Um, 
I never have. We did as a shop once upon a time, uh, but we found out that usually when there's an ammo shortage, there's a component shortage. So primers become hard to get, powder becomes hard to get, bullet heads become hard to get. So unless you hoard them in the lean times, which we don't, we just sell what we have, then you're probably not gonna be in any better shape when there's an ammo shortage. So let's see what happens, uh, you know, in the next few months. Uh, hopefully there's a some sort of stabilization to the industry, but it's not really a, uh, it's not one of those things that is likely to happen. So um, we have someone saying, we, Mark saying, I don't hold out much for loosening gun laws in Massachusetts. I agree, it's gonna be done in the courts. Uh, we are very uh, liberal democratic state and deadly shootings are up 34%, jumping from 23 victims in 2009 to 31 in 2020. Uh, sorry, 2019 to 31 in uh, 2020 police statistics show. Um, so that would be an increase of 34% uh, to go from 23 to 31 in 2020. Uh, but it's, uh, you know, we'll see. It's a question of population too. He says 7 million in Mass, 600,000 in Vermont, and 1.5 million in New Hampshire. Yeah, I would say statistically larger populations are, you know, can, can definitely affect those statistics. But um, by regulating guns, that's also a big uh, restriction on uh your Second Amendment rights, and it often reflects in the statistics of whether uh, gun control actually works. All right, we'll be right back after this break. Thanks for joining us. This is Rapid Fire, and I'm Toby Leary. Be right back. Did you know anyone can get a gun license? Guys and girls, and it only takes one class. You take your mass firearm safety course at Cape Gunworks. They even have live fire where you can actually shoot a gun. Then you use the certificate you get after the class to apply for your license. Cape Gunworks is a gun range with archery stuff and a wicked cool staff. So go to capegunworks.com and sign up for a license to carry class today. Alexander Hamilton said, those who stand for nothing will fall for anything. This is Toby from Cape Gunworks. When our founding fathers drafted the Second Amendment, there was no question of its meaning. Today, if you have questions, come to Cape Gunworks for some advice, training, or to send a few rounds downrange. We have a fully stocked pro shop with a huge selection of guns, crossbows, archery, classes, rentals, a 15-lane range, and a friendly staff. Come on down to Cape Gunworks Airport Road, Hyannis, or capegunworks.com. All right, welcome back. Toby from Cape Gunworks here, and this is Rapid Fire, and uh, we appreciate you joining us today. And we have, I understand we have a caller. Spencer is on the line, so we're gonna get to Spencer and get to some of his questions. So here we go. How you doing today? Pretty good, yourself? I'm doing well, thanks. Thanks for calling in. So. I, uh, I'm what you want to call it. I'm looking at you know the whole industry of you know firearms manufacturing and retail, and you know I noticed because you guys you guys can't sell and buy others. 
You guys are just stuck with pre-bands in mass, aren't you? Not, it depends. On a semi-automatic, you know, like assault weapon, yes, or a quote-unquote assault weapon, yes. Um, then yes, it is, we're stuck with pre-bands. But if there's a gun that's not an enumerated gun on the assault weapons ban list, in other words, it's not an AR-15 or an AK-47 or an Uzi or a Galil, etc. Um, and it's a modern sporting rifle that uh, has less than two evil features out of that, you know, assault weapons ban definition. So bayonet lug, threaded barrel, detachable magazine, pistol grip, collapsible or folding stock, all those things, then, you know, we can sell it. So as long as it has two or less of those evil features, quote unquote, then we can sell it. So we can sell like Robinson Armament uh, XCRs, we can sell SIG MCXs, we can sell Tavors, we can sell Mini 14s, all those, as long as they don't have all those evil features. So um, we're not limited to, uh, you know, all no like semi-automatic rifles, but they do have to have um, less than two evil features. So that's the way it works, and that's how we operate here in Afghanistan behind enemy lines. So, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, so if you're from Connecticut and you find a gun in Massachusetts that you like, you'll have to have it shipped down because you're right. You can't buy guns across state lines in Massachusetts. Even, get this, even if you were to go through the trouble of getting a license to carry here in this state and you get a, uh, a non-resident license to carry, then you still cannot buy a gun across, a long gun across state lines. In fact, it gets worse. You can't even buy a box of ammunition um, when you cross state lines. So if you had a non-resident license to carry in Massachusetts and you lived on a border or whatever and you came across the state line and went to a local gun store in Massachusetts and said, hey, I'm here to buy a box of ammo, Here's my non-resident Massachusetts license to carry, which legally allows you to carry a gun loaded in Massachusetts. They could not sell you a box of ammo. So it's crazy. That's insane. Yeah. Well, private, I mean, I mean, like, I know that's the same here in Connecticut. Like, I have, I have buddies that, right, to buy pistol ammo, you need to have a pistol permit in Connecticut. Mm. But a, some, a buddy of mine has a long gun permit under 21. But he has a carbine, so it shoots, you know, pistol ammo. Right. So he can't buy the ammo for it here. So he can't buy it, but he can possess it. Is yeah. there any issues with possession of it over there? No. If you bring it with you, you're fine. Like if if you have a non-resident license to carry. So if you're going to be shooting in Massachusetts, I would suggest you go to Chelsea and at the Department of Public Safety and apply for your non-resident license to carry. Then you can carry a gun and possess ammo here in Massachusetts. But if you don't have a license to carry, you can't come into the state with a firearm unless you're going to a sanctioned shooting event. So that has to be like some nationally recognized competition or if you're going hunting. So if you're, you know, have a hunting license and you're going hunting out and, you know, wherever the Berkshires or, you know, you're going hunting for deer, bear, whatever, pheasant, bird, duck, whatever it is. As long as you have a hunting license and you're there for hunting purposes, you can bring that gun. Obviously, you can't bring your like concealed carry gun, uh, but whatever gun you're going to be hunting with, you're allowed to bring. So, yeah, that's uh, that's the way it is. That's the the way things are um, 
in Massachusetts, unfortunately. And hopefully, you know, we can get some stuff moved in the right direction eventually. That would be good. But we'll see. Hope so. Yeah. Yeah. I do have one final question. Sure. If, if you find an antique, right, you can restore it. So I don't think there's any rules in terms of how you can restore it. So I was wondering if this is even feasible or if it's even going to become worth it one day. But would, they, would, would it make sense to ever just cut out the serial number off of an antique firearm and then just cut out that little piece on like a modern lower and just put it on that and say that you didn't pair the lower, you actually repaired that piece of metal with the lower, so it's still an antique? I think you're, uh, you're <laughs> you, I think you'd be asking for trouble. Yeah, no, the, the, the firearm itself is the um, is the the gun, right? It's not the serial number, and so uh, in fact, serial numbers weren't even required on guns until like 50 years ago or 60 years ago. So, the the serial number isn't what makes it antique. That's how you identify it as an antique because of records. But in some cases, they don't even have serial numbers on them, and they were made prior to '99 and 1899 and then you know but the gun is the is what makes it the antique not the serial number so yeah that's not a good one i i would say that'd be a hard pass but i yeah i appreciate it but thanks for calling in today spencer and uh we uh we really appreciate it and i know you're down in connecticut where you got some tough gun laws as well and you're we're in the same fight together so keep the faith brother and uh, i appreciate you calling so um Alexander's wondering if uh, we have that class three FFL that you can own machine guns and uh, you can own an AR-15 in mass. Uh, Alexander, don't get confused. There's, there are two different things. So if you have a machine gun license in Massachusetts, uh, you can own a machine gun. That doesn't necessarily allow you to own an AR-15. If you have a license to carry and it's a you know, mass legal gun, you can own an AR-15. So you don't need the machine gun license for the AR-15 in Massachusetts. But I do have a machine gun license and uh, that is um, what's necessary in Massachusetts. Although we are exempt as manufacturers, uh, we do not need to have that, but um, we got it anyway just to, you know, make it so we don't have to explain how a class you know we can possess class three items and we're exempt from having to have the machine gun license just easier to display the machine gun license so um yeah and mark says always great service and selection at cape gunworks you've bought five guns from us this year and have traveled from gloucester to complete the transaction great people well thank you mark we appreciate the business always love talking to you and seeing you and uh Thank you for driving down. We're really humbled anytime somebody wants to spend their money in my shop, whether they live five minutes away or five hours away. I am always humbled that people are willing to do that. So we appreciate the business and we're glad to um, glad to uh, help you out any way we can. And uh, Alan says, five guns, wow, he's afraid to buy two guns in one year. He's scared, he's scared the state might come knocking. If the state would come knocking, you'd, there'd be a lot of people in big trouble, Alan. I think you're in the clear there, buddy. Um, so, yeah, I wouldn't worry about that one. But All right, we're going to go to a quick break. 
This is Rapid Fire. I'm your host, Toby Leary. Did you know anyone can get a gun license? Guys and girls, and it only takes one class. You take your mass firearm safety course at Cape Gunworks. They even have live fire where you can actually shoot a gun. Then you use the certificate you get after the class to apply for your license. Cape Gunworks is a gun range with archery stuff and a wicked cool staff. So go to capegunworks.com and sign up for a license to carry class today. Alexander Hamilton said, those who stand for nothing will fall for anything. This is Toby from Cape Gunworks. When our founding fathers drafted the Second Amendment, there was no question of its meaning. Today, if you have questions, come to Cape Gunworks for some advice, training, or to send a few rounds downrange. We have a fully stocked pro shop with a huge selection of guns, crossbows, archery, classes, rentals, a 15-lane range, and a friendly staff. Come on down to Cape Gunworks Airport Road, Hyannis, or capegunworks.com. Alrighty, welcome back. This is Rapid Fire. I'm your host, Toby Leary, on WXDK 95.1. Get in on the conversation on YouTube and Facebook and follow us, subscribe so that you can get notified when we're going to be on and we'll answer your questions. So we love doing this and we love having interaction with everybody and uh, we get some great questions. And I know, you know, especially if you live in New England or live in Massachusetts, uh, the laws are very confusing, and you know we, we study this stuff for a living, and sometimes we're confused. So <laughs> it's uh, you know it, it's there's no guarantee that we get it correct every time. If it's really a crazy question, then uh, I would I would uh, recommend a, a good lawyer. Um, if you need a good lawyer, let us know, and we'll take care of you on that front. Um, we have a question from Derek. And Derek says, uh, for private transfers, uh, a stripped lower is just a bill of sale, right? Because there's no description that is accurate on an FA-10. That's correct. Massachusetts does not recognize a stripped lower as a firearm. And so you do a bill of sale, you take copies of each other's license to carry, make sure they have, um, they have their current license to carry and they can legally own and possess it. And then you do a bill of sale up and take copies of that for each of you. And then make sure the person buying it knows that as soon as it's made into a firearm, uh, which the legality of which it, of doing that, depending on when that lower was made, uh, may or may not be legal, but if they do make it into a firearm, they have seven days to register it. So. Once it goes bang in Massachusetts, it's considered a firearm. That doesn't mean you make it go bang, then you take it all apart so it doesn't go bang. It's still a firearm at that point. But um, yeah, if you, if once you build it into a gun and it's able to shoot, it is now considered a gun and you have seven days to register it. So there you go. And uh, let's see. Alan saying I should get a shotgun for home defense and a SIG 365 for carry when his FTC sporting restrictions get lifted when he renews his license. Don't know why the PD restricted so I can't carry. 
Well, there, you know, that was a trend for a long time. And depending on where you live, the local chief would restrict your license and restrict it to either uh, to and from the range or for a target and hunting um, and whatnot. So that was uh, something that was a trend for a while. And most state, most towns in the state do not restrict, um, but there's still a few that do. And uh, they, they all ask what you want the license for. And so if you put down for any lawful purpose or for protection of, uh, you know, personal, you know, protection, and they deny it and make it just to and from the range, I would say you have a good case for an appeal. So you might want to reach out to a lawyer and appeal that. So, um, yeah. Uh, someone's saying... Make sure you have your carry insurance unless you want to spend upwards of a hundred grand. If uh, you know, you know that's only if you get into a defensive shooting uh, situation. Um, yeah, and that can definitely happen. So I'm a card carrying member of the USCCA and the US Law Shield, and uh, I figure out, you know, I'll let them figure out who wants to pay the bill if I. Uh, should I need their services? We'll let them duke it out, and I'm okay with that. But they're both very affordable, and I, I expect, uh, you know, I figure a little extra protection. So we sell both of them here at the store, and also on our website, there's links to both of them. And I can recommend both with integrity. They're, they're both stand-up organizations. So um, Bradley's asking, any thoughts about when the tight ammo supply will loosen up? I think it'll probably be at least next spring i think that's probably when we'll start to see some stability in ammo but i don't know if this continues i think that in ammo manufacturers are going to be forced to step up the game a little bit and uh which is always risky to do because if we get that you know like the trump slump that happened at the start of the trump administration uh lots of businesses went out of business uh, companies went out of business. Distributors went out of business. Uh, some of the largest distributors in the country went out of business. And the one of the oldest went out of business. So that was because everybody piled high and deep for the inevitable Clinton administration, which had already uh, proven to be hostile to gun ownership and was talking that language during the uh, campaigning and they ended up betting on the wrong side and basically were stuck with lots of excess inventory and couldn't scale down quick enough. Um, Alan's saying, keep doing what we're doing. You have a gun store near you where you can't, where you can get what you need, but actually consider two-hour drive to support our store uh, because of our content. Well, great. Thank you, Alan. We appreciate that. And uh, we, we uh, really appreciate, we, again, appreciate any time somebody comes in. And, but definitely worth the drive. Come on down, check us out. And uh, so also, if you have a license to carry in Massachusetts and Florida, can I drive through other states as I travel from Mass to Florida with firearms? Yes, you can, Bradley. Um, so basically, you can drive to Florida. You're allowed safe passage through any state, but you want to check the laws. And if you go to 
uh, U.S. Law Shield, and you join there, you can get uh, you can get a uh, special coverage for any state in the union. So if you are traveling, you can get the law uh, rules of each state that you drive through. I consider it like running the gauntlet through the Northeast. I fuel up my car in um, Massachusetts before I leave, and then I don't stop for gas until like Virginia, you know, <laughs> uh, because, you know, Massachusetts, then Rhode Island, Connecticut, uh, you know, New Jersey, New York, they're all very hostile. So as soon as you stop for gas or stop for lunch or whatever, you're no longer under that protection of safe passage. So you want to check into that before you go. And uh, then you can run the gauntlet and fuel up in a gun-friendly state. So can you legally carry in New Hampshire and Maine without acquiring a license in those two states? From what I've researched, as long as I have the right to do so here in Massachusetts, then I can carry legally there. Correct. You can definitely uh, carry in New Hampshire, Maine, and Vermont without any special license from them. In fact, I think they still issue it, but you don't need it because they are a constitutional carry state. So as long as you're legally able to carry in the state you come from, you can carry there. Maine is the only state that has a duty to report to the uh, an, a stopping officer. If you get pulled over, when you roll down the window, you don't say, how you doing, officer? You say, I currently have a gun on me and uh, you know, you, you, you have a duty to tell them right away that you're carrying and how would you like to proceed. So that's, you know, and then cooperate with him. He's got a job to do. you got a, you know, a gun on you. He's going to, he knows how to interact with it. So Maine, you got you to gotta tell them if you are carrying. Other states, you don't. Uh, some people choose to, some people don't. Uh, so Jesse's looking to sell a few older shotguns and maybe a 22 Marlin. Are you guys buying and should I make an appointment to do so? Yes, absolutely, Jesse. Bring them on down. We, we're always buying. So uh, we buy, sell, trade, consign. Um, we'll, you know, maybe swap for, uh, you know, could do some sort of, uh, I don't know. We could do an auction. We could do a... Uh, we could draw straws. We could do all kinds of good stuff. No, I'm just kidding. But we do um, we do buy, sell, and trade. Yes, absolutely. Looking for a VP9, Bill is saying, and told we're out of stock. Do you re recommend you should place an order now? I do if you want to get one because uh, HK is not taking any more orders for the rest of the year. Everything is on allocation. So the reps get a few guns, and then they come to me, um, and then you know, I'll maybe get two or three here and there. So only the people who've prepaid for them are going to get uh, get the gun. So unfortunately, they're not going to be probably hitting the shelves anytime soon. So probably at least till the new year. So yeah, um, no problem. I'm glad I answered all your questions, Bradley. And uh, so Adam is wondering if it's okay to have a medical marijuana card and an LTC in Massachusetts. You've heard yes and no. All right, it gets a little tricky, but the way it is, is if you have a medical marijuana card and you own a gun, I don't think you're in any having any problems, but you won't be able to continue to buy guns 
with the medical marijuana card. You'll have to surrender that if you want to purchase a gun. That's the way it works because it violates federal law. So even though state allows it, it violates federal law. But great question, Adam. And uh, thanks, guys, for joining. We're going to be back after this. This is Toby Leary and Rapid Fire. anyone can get a gun license guys and girls and it only takes one class you take your mass firearm safety course at cape gunworks they even have live fire where you can actually shoot a gun then you use the certificate you get after the class to apply for your license cape gunworks is a gun range with archery stuff and a wicked cool staff so go to capegunworks.com and sign up for a license to carry class today Alexander Hamilton said, those who stand for nothing will fall for anything. This is Toby from Cape Gunworks. When our founding fathers drafted the Second Amendment, there was no question of its meaning. Today, if you have questions, come to Cape Gunworks for some advice, training, or to send a few rounds downrange. We have a fully stocked pro shop with a huge selection of guns, crossbows, archery, classes, rentals, a 15-lane range, and a friendly staff. Come on down to Cape Gunworks Airport Road Hyannis or capegunworks.com. All right, welcome back. This is Rapid Fire. I'm your host, Toby Leary. Thanks for joining us today and uh, getting back to some of your questions. Uh, Lizzie says, I'd sign up if you had classes for beginner hunters. Just saying, I wish I did. And we can't even host a hunter safety class right now because of COVID restrictions. So hopefully you, you can get into a hunter safety course. And uh, we have had some beginner hunter classes here so it was, it was a lot of fun we did them it was a free event so maybe we'll do that again um and uh alex said she shot the i don't know if it's a she or a he because there's a guy and a girl in the picture so i i'm going with she uh shot the mcx today it was a blast and so it is a it is a great gun i love the mcx sig makes a phenomenal firearm and i would to god that we could get more of them because we could um, make the uh, good people of Massachusetts very happy with a new MCX. But anyway, I digress. Uh, and Bob was asking, what is Esther's favorite firearm and why? And darn it, her mother just picked her up. So I can't even ask her. So, But I, I would say she probably likes the shotgun the most because she's had such good success with it. And she has her own little Walther P22 in tiffany blue so or the robin's egg blue so with the cool uh steel slide and the robin's egg blue grip so it's a neat little p22 and she shoots that in our action pistol league when we do it but thanks to covid thanks to 2020 um <laughs> we haven't been doing that much either so maybe we'll get that going again soon um someone is asking if we sell 80 percent ar lowers and we haven't in a while We've got them occasionally, but I haven't had them in a while. And uh, so we probably won't have any for a little while now because I think that would be really, really hard to get. Another question, do we use any gun applications on our phone? You've been researching Gun Tracker. Uh, nope, I don't. Uh, maybe I should check into those too, but currently I do not. And what would I recommend that we have in stock that would be similar to an HK VP9? 
there's nothing truly similar um, other than uh, yeah I'm just trying to think we we do sell the Canic TP9 which is uh, pretty close to the VP9 as far as feel I think the VP9 has really knocked it out of the park as far as ergonomics are concerned the grip on that gun feels phenomenal it really is uh, I, I liken it to putting on a worn-in leather glove like you just slipping on a nice old leather glove that's what it feels like you know some soft deerskin leather glove when you grip a VP9 it just feels really good in your hand and so you're never gonna find anything that's exactly like that um, a couple other guns that are similar are the Strybog uh, I'm sorry not the Strybog the uh, uh, Stoger the Stoger uh, pistol feels pretty good. There's also a another one by uh, ISSC that feels pretty good. And um, yeah, then there's another one that's a real piece of garbage that feels, it's the FMK, feels pretty good in your hand, but the trigger on it's brutal. And uh, you could get one, they're cheap, but we haven't had those in, probably about a year so I would say you'll get a VP9 quicker than one of those but the TP9 is a good gun for the money uh, the the Canic it's um, it's a great gun it feels pretty good but then don't look over uh, the SIG 320s they're they're also very good you can change out the grip modules on those and make them fit your hand and feel really good you can get the X carry or the X compact grip for them and feels really good in your hand so yeah, don't don't overlook those. Plus the uh, MMPs, and you know I I love the MMP guns. So anyway, uh, someone's asking, saying we do a great job answering questions every time they ask. So great, I'm glad I'm glad we fulfill that expectation there. And you can't wait to get your kid in here soon and get her in that range and explore. Yeah, that'd be great if she's not afraid to shoot. Definitely get her involved uh, when. When she's 10 and up, she can come on in and, and start shooting. And uh, question, what does the MCX go for price-wise? They're about $2,100. And uh, yeah, they're they're not the cheapest gun around, but they're actually not a bad price point for um, for the uh, for the what you get. So um, yeah. I love it, the MCX, but they're really hard to get. The Robinson Armament XCRL and XCRM is a phenomenal gun to look at. You can also get the Keltec RDB. You can get the Tavor uh, X95. You can get the CZ Bren 2. Um, now, interestingly enough, I've got about eight CZ Bren 2s and sold them all, and I guess one of the people that bought one uh, didn't get the dress down on how to take it apart from my staff. So I apologize if you're listening. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll make it better. We'll do better next time, I promise. But basically what you have to do is drive the roll pin out of the folding stock because we fixed the folding stock so it no longer folds. Um, so you drive the roll pin out and then it'll open up and you can take the whole gun apart so someone called us really scratching their head i'm trying to take this thing apart and i can't figure it out i said ah i know exactly what it is drive that roll pin out of the hinge and uh you'll be able to take it apart and then just pop the roll pin back in and you'll be good to go so yeah someone's saying it's really hard to beat an hk and i agree it is a great gun 
uh, and she's 15, so she's practically 40, and I definitely know what you're talking about. Uh, so yeah, get her on in. If she wants to shoot, get her, get her in. Um, uh, crazy FX dog says Walther Q5 with a happy face, and yeah, the Wal Walther Q5 um, is a great gun. The uh, the competition gun with like the five inch slide is mass compliant so yeah um bob i i did answer the question he's wondering if what the answer was about esther's answer of the question i had to answer it for her because i didn't ask her while she was still sitting here so i think it's her walther p22 and if it's not that it is a um shotgun 20 gauge remington 1100 which she's had really good success with so but she's about to take a remington 770 youth model down to north carolina to hunt deer in 243 winchester we just sighted it in on the range she took probably six shots and i asked her how's your shoulder feel she's like great feels great so and it, it's probably one of the bigger kicks that she's used so far and she she didn't have any problem with it we cited in the fort scott munitions tumble on impact round that uh 243 winchester tumble on impact and that is a unbelievable round so it's match grade and it is deadly so we're hoping to put down bambi down there and fill the freezer and uh i apologize to all you animal lovers i am an animal lover by the way my, I get accused, like, how could you kill those beautiful animals? And I'm like, I love them. And I kill them because I like to eat them. But I like to see them. I like to, I like to view them in the wild. I like to see them all the time. I just happen to kill them during the legal open hunting season. So that's the way it is. Um, yeah, I, but I do love animals. I love all animals. So, But we want to eat some and fill the freezer. And we love to eat it. It's just delicious. I we cooked some uh, pheasant last week, and um, it was just amazing. And I ripped off Meat Eater uh, Cal from Meat Eater how he prepares the legs from the birds he kills, and uh, it had he left the foot on. So I'm like, oh, that's interesting. And <laughs> so my wife naturally was disgusted and said, oh my gosh, I am not touching that. But when you I deep fried it in the in the cast iron pan and the foot kind of curls up a little bit like a like a fern before dawn and uh, it gives you something to hold I, I thought it was awesome so you just pick it up and uh, and yeah it was a pretty cool pretty cool ordeal uh, and it was delicious melting your mouth good so all right, guys, thanks for another fast hour of rapid fire. It is amazing how quick this hour goes. There's plenty of other questions that I just didn't get get to, but we will definitely get to them next week. And uh, I look forward to being on with you guys, and I'll tell you how we made out down in North Carolina. So once again, this is Rapid Fire. This is Toby Leary, and we'll see you next time. Thanks so much. Take care.
Alexander Hamilton said, those who stand for nothing will fall for anything. This is Toby from Cape Gunworks. When our founding fathers drafted the Second Amendment, there was no question of its meaning. Today, if you have questions, come to Cape Gunworks for some advice, training, or to send a few rounds downrange. We have a fully stocked pro shop with a huge selection of guns, crossbows, archery, classes, rentals, a 15-lane range, and a friendly staff. Come on down to Cape Gunworks Airport Road, Hyannis, or capegunworks.com.